1: Hello and welcome once again to Voice Coaches Radio. I'm Warren Garling. And I'm Chris Charling. The first of two parts. Don't you love that? Oh, this is
0: exciting. Yeah, because, in a special because episode. we get like a week off in yeah. between, right? Can we do a next week on Voice Coaches Radio? Oh uh, Well, maybe. Yeah. Maybe we can do yeah, that.
1: Maybe we can do that at the end of this. Yeah, Have
0: some suspenseful music and stuff <laughs> underneath it.
1: <laughs> because we already know what we're going to talk about and who we're going to be talking to. That's right. Uh, we got a very nice email from a gentleman that we had the uh, uh, supreme opportunity. I think that's actually overstating it. It's a very nice opportunity to train. I don't know if it's supreme or not. But uh, just a great guy by the name of Jim Dennison, who uh, studied with us a few years back. What was it, 2012, I 2012, think? yeah. Yeah. And uh, he sent a real nice uh, email to us, kind of uh, following up on an interview we did with him about a year ago. And it says, it sounds like... he." Oh, by the way, it's Warren and Chris. Just so you know, that's the official you know, way it's Yeah, talking. yeah. Hey, Warren and Chris, it <laughs> sounds like you guys are doing well. The podcast continues to be one of my prime sources of inspiration each week. And I... That's awfully nice. Yeah. All you have to do is say that in your opening you're sentence on. to us and you're on. Yeah. You know, It's just it's as simple as that. We're going <laughs> to at least mention you, if not call you up for an interview. That's okay? right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So uh, anyway, uh, Jim, last year, as I mentioned, we did a nice interview with him when he had started having some
0: success in a few areas. And he's just built on that success uh, over the last year, right, Chris? Yeah, yeah. He's got tons and tons of stuff. And I think one of the things that's really interesting is like looking at where he is now. There's, there's. I, I mean, you'll hear a lot of it in the interview, but I think think... think one of the things that's really telling about our field and and really telling about Jim and his character is that here he is, two years after he did his demo. Like, he's it's really, really picking up for him. But that's a long time. And it, it is the kind of thing that takes a lot of time. And, and, you know, I don't want to steal too much from him in terms right. in terms of what you're going to hear in a, in a few minutes. But uh, but I, I'm, I'm really impressed and, and humbled and uh, mm. glad that we could have him on here.
1: Yeah. He um, uh, talked, we talked for probably about 20 minutes. So that's why we've cut it down into two different episodes. So we'll uh, talk about a few things this week and then uh, tell you, we'll give you a preview of what the following week will be. That's right. Sound good? All right, here's my interview with Jim Dennison. Jim, great to have you back on the podcast with us. I think it was about a year ago that um, we spoke when you were, you know, just getting your feet wet in a few different areas that you were really excited about. And when you emailed me recently and uh, told me that this is what's been going on for the last year, I knew we had to get you back on. So again, thanks for joining us this morning.
2: Well thanks for inviting me back. It's a pleasure to be talking with you and um again I'll tell you that uh, you and Chris and the podcast are an excellent resource for me personally and have uh, inspired me for the last uh, probably 4 years now. Wow! so I don't I don't miss one of them.
1: Well I we appreciate that and of course compliments will get you everywhere. Then you know you compliment us and we put you on the podcast. You see how that works? Well there there you go. <laughs> So anyway, again, uh, great to talk with you and find out what's been going on. Now, uh, again, when we spoke with you about a year ago, uh, one of the areas that you wanted to expand upon and then get a little deeper into was uh, audiobook recording. And I understand that you've had some success in that. So let's let's start with that part of it. Uh, Tell us about what's going on as far as audiobooks are concerned.
2: Well, the audiobooks... uh part of it is coming along very well. Uh, it's it's steadily growing. It's not growing as fast as I would have hoped, but we're still laying the groundwork for some of that. So I had kind of a, a really a five-year goal, I think, to put things in place where I would be primarily working on audiobooks from day to day. So we're still moving in that direction, and it's good. I completed several projects last year. I've got uh, three audiobooks currently in production. Um, there's a, a California-based publisher that has me doing my first thriller, which I'm very excited about. Wow! Uh, so it's my first stab, really, at non-fiction. I mean, at fiction. And um, but then I've got some business networking type of things that are taking place from a publishing company based out of London, um, which I am very grateful to be a part of, and I hope to be producing a uh, up to a book a month. Uh, for them, they have a, a number of top notch clients that want to get their material in audio form, and these clients apparently already have great followings uh considered very much experts in their field so kind of really glad to be a, a, in on a part of that as well
1: you know it, it, it reminds me or or brings something to my head here that i hadn't thought about before when i've thought of audiobook recording i really have thought more of the fiction type okay and as you say the mm-hmm. thriller that you might be doing but there's a whole market out there for the educational type or the um uh you know enlightenment type of uh, of narrations as well right there um, absolutely is
2: and also there's a there's a big market or a growing market for those who are doing self publishing and if you can find a way to be in touch with them, then you have opportunities. Sometimes there are smaller works. Um, for example, uh, I'm still working with a, uh, a Washington, D.C.-based company and working as their producer for all of the audiobooks with the authors they work with. And a lot of times uh, these books are a little self promotional kinds of things. You know, it's here's some free information that will help you, but if you feel like you need my services kind of
1: books. Gotcha.
2: And so sometimes those will be 40 to 80 pages. Sometimes I narrate those. Sometimes the past couple of books, uh, I've just served as the producer and actually went out and got the narrators and uh, ended up doing the editing and such for myself. And now. Uh, Just within the past week, those have been uploaded to, um, uh, are going to be uploaded to Audible.com and iTunes and so forth. Mm. So uh, there's a variety of ways that you can go, and especially for those who are getting just getting really into the. To the narration and to uh, into audiobooks. This is a good entry level type of thing to do.
1: So, so you find it also comfortable to do uh, uh, the production work. That you enjoy the editing process, and and uh, that's something that you know just self taught uh, on your own. How, to, how did you get how did you steer that direction?
2: Yeah, basically self taught. There are a couple of programs that I, I've have gotten familiar with. One is a very it's a free one. It's called Audacity. Sure, uh, anybody can download it online. And it's got some good little features to it that make it easy to uh, enhance and clean up audio and to to do the edits. There was another piece of software that uh, is called Hindenburg Audio Book Creator that was developed by a team in Denmark. And I happened to see this showcased at the Audio uh, Publishers Association Convention in New York City last May. And I was very excited about it because it allowed you to do a 30-second profile of your voice or what you thought was the optimal recording session. Uh, 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 oh, what's the word I'm looking at? Anyway, you set it optimally uh, for what you the sound that you want, and then you can apply that profile to completed projects, and it hmm. uh, brings a great consistency to the sound. So um, they have a generic one in there that seems to work well for most people that uh, I tie in with as narrators, and it really helps bring out some good quality in, in their work.
1: Now, you bring up uh, another thing in your answer there that I uh, don't know if we've talked a lot about on this podcast, but you actually went to this conference in New York City and, and you know, learned more about audiobook publishing right there? Exactly.
2: Yeah, actually there are two events that take place back to back. There's one uh a, a big book uh exchange
1: thing and I can't remember
2: the name of it right now, but yeah, the APAC or the Audio Publishers Association Convention in new york takes place each may and plan to go back again this year but it is a wonderful gathering of audiobook narrators and people in the voiceover industry that are really trying to be supportive of each other and you meet some of the best in the field at that event and so it's something if if at all possible i don't plan to miss uh, from here on out and it's a wonderful networking opportunity Um, And you become friends uh, with people on various social media uh, that you never thought you could uh, uh, have any kind of a relationship with. And it's wonderful because they're there wanting to help each other. That's the purpose of getting together.
1: Yeah, we've talked about that uh, often on uh, this podcast about we're an industry of – of a very collegial industry if you will okay and 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 we do want to help others and we find that there are some projects that aren't up our alley and you have somebody that you can turn to and say you know well i'm going to recommend you for this and I refer you for this if uh, if you don't mind and and that can result in in more work
2: yes exactly that's how i got the work out of the um, publisher in london is somebody says, I don't? I really don't have time. I don't know exactly what all this is about, but I'm going to refer you. You investigate it. And if it's something you want to do, then fine. Wow. And uh, fortunately for me, I think he missed up uh, a fine opportunity because I think this is going to be a great relationship.
1: Well, that's terrific. Well, let's let's change course here. Let's talk for a few moments about this uh, YouTube thing you've got going on. There's a there's a channel that you uh, are involved with on YouTube. Tell us a little bit about that.
2: Yeah, it's called Top Ten Archive. That's all one word if somebody goes and searches for it. But uh, I think upwards, uh, we, we started uh, in March of last, uh, no, March of this
1: year. <laughs> no, March Okay, of last. so of last it's year, of but last it's coming year. up on a year, okay. Yeah,
2: yeah, it's coming up a year with 1,000 subscribers. And uh, the young man who was putting it together, uh, he was just basically putting up video with graphics, uh you know, kind of explaining what each of the pictures were. And he decided to do uh voiceovers with it. So I was on a website just for the fun of it, picking up little odd name pieces of work called Odesk.com, kind of a freelancer site. And uh he and I tied up together. He was looking for several voiceover guys. Uh I gave him a couple of reads on videos that he used and he said, "Forget everybody else. You're going to be the voice." Wow. So, uh, yeah, it's great. Now we've—I uh, think we're maybe past 80 videos that have been done yeah. at this
1: point. Wow.
2: And uh, we've moved from a thousand subscribers to—we just passed yesterday 64,000. And our uh, our anticipation is that we'll be at 200,000 subscribers by December. And the reason that's important to us is because anybody who watches YouTube and you see those annoying little commercial ads and banners and and such that appear in front of the videos that you want to watch, those are are revenue for those who own that particular channel. Sure. We're hoping that uh, we're going to grow, uh, like I said, to 200,000 subscribers before the end of this year, hopefully a half a million within the next two years. And we're also planning to launch a second channel, (laughs) because of the nature of some of the videos we have found out that teachers have been using these things in their classrooms for the kids wow and kids really like it so it happens that the guy who started uh top 10 archive channel his wife is an educator and so she's taking the lead and helping us put together a whole new series of top 10 lists that are geared toward kids and that Are teacher friendly that they can use in their classrooms. And we hope that that just kind of goes all over the place.
1: Wow, what an idea and, and look at the success you're already having with it and what's looking uh, like a very bright future on that. I, I checked it out. It's a lot of fun to to look at these videos and to learn some stuff like that and I'm, uh, to be honest with you, in my other life as a uh, radio announcer, I'm probably going to be uh, you know borrowing a couple of those uh, ideas and uh, oh, yeah. you know, and then talking about it a little bit on the air. That's, that's terrific. And, and as far as voiceover, it's, it's a lot of fun because you get to
2: use a, a lot of different uh, types of voices. Some of them are very dark and mysterious and others are just very informational and one of the latest ones we did was about SpongeBob SquarePants and interesting facts about that. <laughs> it's always nice to get into the pirate voice. You know, yeah, there you go. You. Yeah.
1: So, so it was good. It sounds like you're having fun, and at the same time, you're going to become the smartest man in the world with this. You know, the stuff you're learning I, here. I will
2: be a fascinating conversationalist one of
1: these days. Remind me never to play Trivial Pursuit with you. You know, there's just <laughs> no way.
0: All right. That's the first part of the interview. I think it's it's pretty awesome hearing everything that he's got going on. One of the things I think is really interesting, like I was saying, is, is he's been at it for, for two years now since he got his demo, and he's mentioned all these audiobooks that he's done, and just now he's doing his first stab at fiction which I thought was was really interesting. And, uh, you know, how he's also taken a lot of opportunities to get involved in production and in, in different mm. ways where he may not yeah. be the guy on the mic, but... Yeah.
1: A lot of folks start out in this business and they just love being in front of the microphone or behind the microphone, whatever you want to call it. And, um, well, I guess if you're behind the microphone, it's really not going to pick you up well. So you're in front of the microphone. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, and that's how a lot of us get started. And then we find that the technical end can be fun. We set up maybe a home uh, studio of, of sorts yeah. and find that oh, this editing stuff can be a good time as well. Yeah. And that's what ha- it's happened to me and uh and you know Chris as well. Well and, that was my uh, path into it, you know. Actually was, yours was a, the right, other I was other the opposite way yeah, around. Yeah. yeah, you studied
0: audio engineering. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And then got into this. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. so um there's it definitely goes hand in hand and you can kind of expand upon what you can do for someone by you know, learning some of the technical stuff. Now it's not a, a you know you don't have to, but this is the way some folks have gone over the years. So the uh, nice thing about Jim's uh, letter here, his email to us a couple of weeks ago, is he ends it with saying, I continue to point people to voice coaches when they ask how I got started, which is very nice of him. Thank you, Jim. Thanks to everyone there for providing me a solid beginning. And of course, please let me know if I can ever be of assistance to you. That's when I called him (laughs) (laughs) and we did the interview. And he he wraps it up with something that expands on the three Ps that we talk to people about all the time. The, The Ps being planning, patience, and persistence what what he's done is patience persistence and practice results in payoff yeah he's got that fourth p
0: in spades for him yeah yeah yeah,
1: absolutely he's having a great time so what what, what's he going to talk about next time
0: (laughs) to be continued next time when jim dennison is on voice coaches radio we learn about his strategy for marketing himself um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that sounds How? just too weird I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: yeah. You you it was fine when you had your cold and you were really down there. Yeah yeah. Yeah that that just sounds too weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we're looking forward to hearing part two, if you will, next week. It's uh, yeah. just as much fun, if, if not more fun, than than part one was today. Uh, yeah, I there's think his, a teaser for you.
0: Yeah, I, well, I think his <laughs> philosophy about how he uh, how, how he meets people is is really interesting. So mm-hmm. it's definitely something to pay attention. Yeah, to. Yeah, it's
1: it's a I don't want to say outside the box, but it takes it to another level. Let's yes. put it that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you've been inspired to look deeper into this great business of voice acting, we talk about every week. We hope you'll consider learning the ins and outs of the business at our Introduction to Voice Acting adult education class called Getting Paid to Talk. Voice Coaches offers this fun and enlightening single evening class through universities, colleges, schools and recreation programs all across the U.S. and Canada, perhaps in your area this month.
0: That's right, the week of March 9th, we've got you covered if you're in Massachusetts with classes scheduled in Beverly, Salem, Tewksbury, Acton, Taunton, Franklin, Orleans, Charlton, Winchester, and Kelmsford, Massachusetts.
1: You didn't know there were that many places in Massachusetts, That's a, did
0: you? Yeah. It seems like it's a bigger state than it is.
1: (laughs) We're also hitting Central and Western New York State that week of the ninth, with classes offered in Rochester, Potsdam, and Grand Island. Call us for the date and
0: location of a class near you at 866-887-2834. Or shoot us an email at podcast at voicecoaches.com. If you've got comments or questions or ideas for this podcast, that is the address to use. Also, if you're enjoying the show on iTunes, please feel free to leave us a rating. And remember, you may like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter as well.
1: Yeah, or maybe
0: just the opposite. I don't know which, you know. I, you know Follow us on Facebook and like, and us, like, on like us on Twitter? Twitter? No, you, just can't, keep, you can't like on you Twitter. You can tweet can. at you someone that you nice like things them. you can say I, i'm liking you yeah there you go i don't know <laughs> whatever
1: <laughs> and of course if you come up with two ideas for a podcast i mean here we took jim <laughs> yeah. and turned him into two podcasts you get twice the accolade from us <laughs> that's yeah, right. so, and what it's what
0: that's worth twice the less work we have to do <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly or something <laughs> like that hope you'll join us again for part
0: two next week to be continued <laughs>
2: Visit
1: voicecoaches.com for more voiceover news and information. So, yeah, so here...
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's right, the week of March 16th, the very last ah, week of winter... No,
1: no, you got... I did it wrong. Hang on a second. Oh. <laughs> I gave you I gave you both the 16ths and uh and only one and of and bo- I, you I, and both the you have you have both knights. the 9ths. yeah. Hang on. I'm bringing it into you. I was like this
0: sounds like we're I can't believe we're this far <laughs> ahead.